guys welcome to another episode of the third out baseball is officially back tonight we got the world base world baseball classic here starting at what was it 11 o'clock eastern time bryce yeah it's a late game but i'm excited yeah. just to have it competitive baseball yeah, he, I mean, we've had spring training yeah. but yeah games i don't want to games actually kind of matter here yeah and and you see a lot you see a lot of mlb stars in this it, it should be a lot of fun now, am I going to stay up and watch it? No, I got work in the morning, but we'll, hey, we'll catch the TV. highlights. It's gonna, I'm going to record it, and I may watch you know, exactly. the first 30 minutes to an hour tonight, and I'll watch the rest tomorrow. You know? Yeah, exactly. You know, Keep bumming that YouTube TV off me. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> now, Honestly, I'd buy it for who, myself if you didn't give it to me, but you know. Hey, if I got an extra, extra you know person on it i don't care now <laughs> who who plays tonight cuba puerto rico is that who you said cuba netherlands cuba now that's who it is cuba that should be a pretty interesting game you got zero yeah. bogart for netherlands yeah. which netherlands have a lot of good players me. yeah it, that's a sneaky good team you you see a european country like that in there and you think ah european countries aren't good at baseball you forget they do have a an island there and is it i think it's in central america they own a, like a little island there, so they have a lot of good baseball players, really. Um, yes, they, they do. Cuba, Cuba as well. Obviously, we know what they can do. I, I'm never really sure what players are going to represent Cuba. That's always yeah. It's always yeah. It's always tough because Cuba. A lot of the Cubans end up getting their U.S. citizenship once they come over, don't and play for U.S. Don't they? Uh no, or they could still to. go back. Citizenship doesn't matter for this, really. It's were well, you or your parents born there this is the only thing that matters. Yeah. The World Baseball Classic. It's not the Olympics. So. Yeah. I mean, kind of brings us into what next thing I was saying. I mean, there's players playing all over the place. I mean, yeah. Jock Peterson playing for Team Israel. That kind of threw me off a little bit. Harrison Bader was going to play for Team Israel. I mean, Tim Isra- Team Israel at one point had like 12 MLB stars on it. Yeah. Lars Newbar going to Japan. Mm-hmm. It's it makes sense because you know a lot of guys want to get involved in the World Baseball Classic and there's not there's a lot of good players already on Team USA and a lot of these guys wouldn't have a spot and they're still either solid MLB players or even up to some guys like All Star level players like Anthony Rizzo that yeah. just wouldn't have a place on Team USA or wouldn't get utilized fully and so they can they use this and they go represent their other countries and that's fine and. It, it makes it more competitive and more fun. Yeah, I'm not against it at all. I mean, these guys get reps; they get out there. You know, they're yeah. playing baseball. You know, a game we all love. I mean, who cares if they're who, what country they're playing for? And it is fun to support, like, and play for a country. Like that, just yeah, uh, there's a sense of pride in that too. Like these guys aren't playing for their contracts or anything right now. They're just playing for for fun and for pride. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole point of the baseball classic. I mean, of course, you know, you want to win. But, I mean, representing your country, going out there, having fun. I mean, yeah. just look at the Czech Republic team. That's what, I mean, me and you were talking about it right before we hit record here. I mean, you were telling me that these these guys may not even be baseball players. Yeah, no, this is a bunch of, like, high school teachers and, you know, 
just everyday tradesmen and doctors and stuff on this team. So they are really that's a that's kind of a team that a lot of people are pulling for now just because of that and what they got going for them. Hey, we can have a high school teacher strike out Shohei Otani. That would be crazy. I mean, yeah, I probably won't happen, but you know, the storyline there. Yeah, if it does, yeah, it would, it would be a storyline for sure. And it's baseball, though. Like, the yeah. best hitters, I mean, hit, you know, Shohei Otani strikes out 30, 30% of the time anyway. So 10% chance he'd get struck out by a high school teacher, probably. Yeah, exactly. I mean, anybody can beat anybody in baseball. I mean, it just depends on who has it that night. Yeah. So, uh, ready to move on here? Spring training talk? Yeah, let's go ahead and move on here. You got NL Central down. This is kind of your division. You, you This is the division you know most about, um, you know, as the Cardinals are in there. So, you kind of, kind of lurk around and read up on everybody. I'm hoping you can pick me up on the Reds here. But we can go for it. Yeah, yeah. Let's hop into it here. You got the first team down as the Pirates, which so probably won't be great this year. But I think they're they're going to be an exciting team to watch. They're not, I don't yeah. think they're going to win. They're not going to win a hundred games, but they're they'll keep it interesting throughout the season. I mean, they have. You got McCutcheon coming back. That's a big storyline. You got mm-hmm. O'Neill Cruz, who's going to be one of the most exciting young players that we've seen in a very long time. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good things going on in Pittsburgh. Listen to this offense, though. This is it surprised me when I looked at it here. I forgot how good it got. They added Carlos Santana, who is a solid first mm-hmm. baseman. They added G Man Choi, who's one of my favorite first basemen. They added Connor Joe, who can be a first baseman, DH, or left fielder. Um, mm-hmm. They have Cabrian Hayes, who was in our top 10 uh, third baseman. I think he was like fifth or sixth. No, he was like eighth. He has the best defense among all third basemen, basically. Um, O'Neill Cruz, you just mentioned. You got Andrew McCutcheon, Brian Reynolds, and, you know, that's already a full outfield. And then you add in Jack Sawinski, who's a good young player. That's... That's a very capable offense. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be very good, uh, sneaky good. Now, is you know, Cabrian Haynes still on the trade block? Who knows? So you I feel may, like may not have. Now. To, yeah, I, I would probably lean towards that too. Brian Reynolds. I, if he was good, yeah, Brian Reynolds, not Cabrian Haynes. Brian Reynolds. Yeah, yeah he could be. I yeah. still, he could be, but I feel like if he was going to get traded, he would have gotten traded by now. But he hasn't been extended. That is also true. Now he may it may be a trade deadline piece that they're just kind of keep, hold on to, you know, to send to a contender that needs another outfielder. Um, but I mean, yeah, you'll have him for a little bit. Yeah, I mean this out this offense is sneaky good. I, I think um, a lot of teams are going to overlook this offense, or a lot of people are going to overlook this offense. I'm looking at it, and I don't really see a weakness. Like they have Austin Hedges behind the plate, who's a proven catcher. And then the only weakness they have is second base, which appears to be Rodolfo Castro, who's not the worst. He's just young. Mm-hmm. So you got like above average, you know, barely above average, but you have above average hitters at every other position. And you have, yeah, so this- you know, a couple of stars. You know, if O'Neill Cruz becomes a star, Cabrian Hayes could be a star. Brian Reynolds is a star. Yeah. So you have a lot of potential on offense. Now, <laughs> The, what's going to ha- lose them games is their pitching. Oh, absolutely. I think. 
their pitching and their defense. Yeah, the starting pitching is incredibly weak. I don't like. Yeah. There may be to a future ace somewhere. They got some young guys. They got Ruasi Contreras, Johan Oviedo, Luis Ortiz, but those guys like they're not going to have much of an impact this year. I don't even know if two of them are going to make the rotation. They may only be one of them in the starting rotation this year. They're relying on a lot yeah. of old guys. Not old, not all of them are old, but they're relying on a lot of veterans who we know are just going to be, you know, mid four ERA type guys who are just going to get a lot of innings. Not going to win you games, really. It is what it is. Yeah. JT Brubaker, Mitch Keller, Vince Velasquez, Rich Hill. Goodness, can't believe he's still around. So, I mean, that's that's the top of their starting rotation right now, and that's not great. Yeah, so they're going to have to get some pieces to fix yeah. the pitching staff. Or just, you um, know, give it time. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this this staff was a could have been could have uh, really helped or could have been helped by getting a veteran in there this offseason. Yeah, and I mean maybe Rich Hill helps teach the other three guys, the young guys that I mentioned earlier. You know, Contreras, Oviedo, and Ortiz. Yeah. But like I said, this is I don't expect a ton from those three guys this year. But that in, no. the, in years to come, that's going to be their bread and butter. Those three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at least they yeah, have think, them there. Yeah, there'll be a lot of potential there if they if they keep all three of them. Yeah, bullpen. Uh, David Bednar, he's nice. Yeah, Not it. Uh, yeah, I say there's not much in the bullpen either. I mean, just pitching in general for this team is very very weak. Yeah, I think Chase DeYoung could be good. We'll see if they give him a lot. My my concern though with David Bednar being their only decent closer is they're just going to throw him out for multiple innings at a time. And it's going to be too much for him. Yeah, I agree. Blow his arm. Yeah, and you know, confidence is going to drop. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, they they need some help. They need a couple more pieces in the bullpen, a couple more starters. I mean, you get a, you know, you make a trade here and there. I mean, this is this could be a very serviceable team. Yeah, he goodness. Last year, David Bednar pitched in forty five games and pitched over 50 innings. So he's going out for a lot of multiple inning stuff. He should not be, but Oh, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Overall, that's the pirates. They got some exciting stuff and, you know, it's going to be some entertaining baseball to watch. So I'm glad for that. Yeah. They're going to be one of the worst. They're going to be the worst team, but the exciting, most exciting team. Yeah. Or the worst exciting team is a better way to put it. Yeah, I mean, the their team. Yeah, the Reds. Here we go. Hunter Green is is going to be a big question mark for them. How is yeah. how is he going to bounce back for year two? I, I don't want to say bounce back, but can improve. he build? Yeah, can he build and improve on? I don't want to say a mediocre rookie year, but a disappointing rookie year to what they had expected of him. It was he's. They just pulled him up, and they were just like, "Hey, you're our ace now." Yeah, I feel like they kind of set. I don't. They set him up for failure. And or given that they, circumstance, not, I think he did all right. Yeah, I mean, for us, I think he did fine. You know, he pitched well when he was in there. He threw the no hitter, but I feel like they were leaning on him way too much. Yeah, throughout the year, 
And I think we're going to um, see that this year too. Yeah. They're probably going to lean on him just like so, they were. He's already their ace as a rookie or well, a second year player now. Um, He's going to be a little bit more experienced. He's going to know what to know how to handle it a little bit more, but I, I expect a big jump from him. Yeah. Well, that so that's, that's the thing though. They're going to be relying on him. He's their ace again this year. And there's no veteran presence here. That's the thing I don't like about this rotation. They have their future. Like we were talking, like the Pirates had those three young guys. The Reds have the three young guys. They got Hunter Green, Nick Lodolo, and Graham Ashcraft, who that's going to be their one, two, three for years to come. Yeah. But they have no veteran presence, and they're forcing these guys to be the one, two, three now. And I don't know that they're yeah. quite ready yet. The 24 and 25-year-old guys. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they are. Um, they're just kind of just thrown to the wolves. I feel like this would have been a great rotation to go after Johnny Cueto, I think. A Johnny Cueto yeah. guy. Bring him back. Put him, Yeah, bring him back. You know, he, he's been in the city. He knows how to win in Cincinnati. You know, he was on those great Reds teams that made playoff or that made the playoffs. Yeah. Um, you know, one, one division titles. So he, he knows how to do it. You know, great potential in these three young guys, but they just don't have anybody to lean on, you know, when they struggle, you know, when they're getting lit up, you know, that kind of thing. They're just kind of like on their own, like, oh, we got to figure it out. Um, I've, This team would have really uh, benefited by getting a veteran presence in that bullpen. Yeah. And then I'd be concerned that not having a veteran presence is going to stunt these guys' growth. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, these could form into three solid pitchers, but if there's no veteran presence to teach them, they may not have they may not have the careers that we want them to. No. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why they haven't signed a guy. I mean, he if you sign Johnny Cueto, he's going to be your 4-5 guy. Yeah. But he's going to he's going to mean so much more to that team than just the fourth or fifth pitcher in the rotation. Yeah. So, yeah, it is it is a good potential one two three. Like this could be yes. a very solid one two three. They got a lot oh, yeah, of for sure. a lot of potential. Um, but I don't even know who the fourth and fifth starters are, so it's not even deep. No, they have one. Yeah, those one two three guys are set, and then after that, who knows who's who's it going to be? Yeah. Uh, the, the bullpen question I have is Alexis Diaz. Uh, he looked great last year. Um, looking. Mm-hmm. Like he could be just as good as his brother, but I am concerned because the numbers are good, but he, he throws a fastball like 60% of the time and it's a 95 mile an hour fastball. How is he getting by with that? Yeah, that's a little concerning and kind of puzzling at the same time. Yeah. So he had a great rookie year. I would just, you know, I hope he does it again. But I yeah. wouldn't put money on him doing it again, I guess, if you will. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of tough. I mean, throwing your fastball 95 that mu- that often, I mean, pitchers are going to catch on to that. You'd think, unless he's got something else going on that's really deceptive there. Maybe it's yeah. a fastball with movement or something, but like... Yeah, maybe it's a two-seamer that moves or whatever the case may be, but... Yeah, I mean... Yeah. It's a little scary. Most... Yeah, most guys have a breaking ball or something. If the, if you have a 95-mile-an-hour fastball as a closer, that's that's 
That's not 60% common. Of the time. Yeah, and 60% of the time, that's maybe the first couple of years you can get away with it, but that's not going to be something long-term that you should be looking to do. Yeah. Now, now, if you're throwing 108, 105, I mean, that's different, but. Yeah. So uh, let's wild. switch to the offense. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's not as good as the Pirates offense, but they have some pieces here that yeah. we can talk about. Yeah, they have some pieces here. You got Tyler Stevenson and India there. You know, India yeah. with a great rookie year. Didn't and really then, hear much about him last year between injuries and just underperformance. Yeah, then he's disappeared. You know, injuries I mean, probably had a lot to do with that. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy who, you know, going for, from a rookie of the year type year, you need him to be the cornerstone of this young team. So you need yeah. him to bounce back. Yeah, you need him to bounce back. You need Stevenson to stay healthy. Yeah. Those are really the two big things I think this Reds team needs. Yeah. Is India India needs to be the player he was his rookie year. So, you know, he has to stay on the field. And then Stevenson has to stay on the field. Because right there are two very solid guys. Yeah. I mean, Steven, uh, India was involved in, like, everything that happened his rookie year. Like, every time yeah. I turned it on the TV and to see the Reds highlights, it was like, yeah, he went one for three. But he was, like, the go-ahead run every time. Yeah. I mean, I think if those two guys stay healthy, this might be this is a middle of the pack team in this division. I mean, they could fight for anywhere from second. I don't think they'll win it. But, you know, two to th- two to four, they could be anywhere between there. But if these guys stay healthy, they're or don't stay healthy. I mean, this is a bottom team in the division. See, just I, like, I mean, just like this past year. Yeah, I don't think I agree with that. I think it's a bottom tier team anyway, just because of what we talked about with the starting rotation. Um, yeah. Plus, what else do they have besides these two guys? Like, yeah, these two guys are good, but what else is there? Like, you got Joey Votto and Will Myers. Yeah, I sh- I shouldn't say up to two. That was a stretch. I'd probably s- three to four, somewhere yeah. around in there. Now they're not going to be fighting for a playoff spot. Let yeah. me clarify that they're not a playoff team by any stretch of the imagination. But those two guys make them significantly better. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Now they do have um, some some cool stuff going on. They could have some rookies, Spencer Steer and Jose uh, Barrero at shortstop. Mm-hmm. You could even have like one of the top prospects in the game, Ellie De La Cruz. He's twenty one, but if he has a good spring training year, that could be it could be exciting. Let me see how he's doing. He's hitting a uh, two sixty seven, one home run, three RBIs in spring training so far. So not crazy, but. You know. it could be worse. He's hitting yeah. 260. That's not that's their that's a that's their O'Neill Cruz that they need to get up here soon, sooner or later. So even if yeah. it's not this year, it's a guy to keep an eye on. Yeah. Offensive, you know, I think they are lacking. They're not as deep as Pittsburgh is on offense. No. They have two guys and Pittsburgh's got a full full offense. Yeah. Uh Cubs. Are they contenders? They think they are. I'm not entirely. I'm really confused. I don't think they're contenders, but I think this team is going to be a lot better than what we have discussed. Yeah. I I, I would not be surprised if this team wins the division. Yeah. This team could go first to fourth. Yeah. There is a wide range of anything could happen here. Yes, but... I, le- I lean closer towards first than fourth. 
I I think three. I if I would have to guess, I would go two or three. Okay. Somewhere in that some somewhere in there. I think the pitching staff is going to be a little bit better. I think Strowman's going to pitch much better than what he pitched last year. Yeah. I think the defense is going to be a whole lot better than last year. I think so. I don't think there's going to be as many runs scored on Strowman. Because yeah. that was I think that was his issue last year. I don't think he was necessarily pitching worse than he had in the past. It was just the defense was so bad. Yeah. That was his he was really hurt by that. Yeah. So you have you, I think Swanson coming in the lineup is going to be do wonders. Um, I think Cody Bellinger in the lineup is going to surprise a lot of people too. Okay. Um, I don't think I don't think he's going to be MVP candidate. Yeah, sir. Level like he was, but I think he's going to be an improvement of what they had, and I think he's going to be a better version of himself than what he was the last two years in LA. Yeah. Um, Kyle Hendricks, I think, can bounce back and be decent. Yes, that was going to be my next point. I think he's going to be very good. Um, you know, and then you got two, two vets coming in with Drew Smiley and, uh, Talion. Yeah. Yeah. I think Talion's, Talion's is going to be very good for him. Yeah. And that, that really just leaves them to try to find the five spot and they got some decent options there. So I think mm-hmm. they're sitting all right with the, pull, with the rotation. I don't know about the bullpen. I don't, I've looked through the guys in the bullpen and I have seen no numbers that excite me, if you will. But it's a bullpen that can change year to year. But just mm-hmm. looking at the ERAs from last year, nothing is crazy good or decent that I'd be like, oh, this is going to be a you know decent seventh, eighth, ninth inning guy. I don't see that yet, but you never know with the bullpen. Offense, they added Tucker Barnhart. I think that'll be that. That's going to help the pitching staff. You know, yeah, a, a vet in there behind the plate. Whether he's been there or not, yeah. I think it's going to be a big help, especially when you lose a guy um, like Contreras. Yeah. I think this – so I'll say this now, and then I'll run through the offense. I think this is a better pitching staff than Pittsburgh, but a mildly, mildly worse offense, a very similar offense. Because I'm looking – remember all the first basemen that I mentioned uh, for Pittsburgh, and then here – in Chicago, they got Eric Hosmer, Trey Mancini, and Patrick Wisdom. It's like exactly the same at first base. Yeah. They got like three guys. One of them's going to play first. One's going to DH, and the other's going to be in left field for both teams. Yeah. Nico Horner has had a lot of excitement. He's been good. There's talks about trade slash, you know, extension with him. And same with the Ian Happ. Trade slash extension with him. They have not extended him yet. They've been talking about trading Ian Happ for two, three years, it feels like. Yeah. that They got to get him extended because he's he's so good. I think it's going to depend on how the first half of the season or up until the trade deadline. If they're in contention of the division, I think they're going to do everything in their power to extend him. But if yeah. they're 10, 15 games out, I think he's gone. Yeah. So and- for, for them to pass Milwaukee – or even St. Louis, I think it's going to take my surprise piece is not Cody Bellinger. It's Sai Suzuki. Yeah. Well, I think, I expect, yeah, yeah, I expect him to bounce back, but I think he needs to be superstar. And I think he could be. I think, yeah, he has, he has that potential. He just has to stay healthy. Yeah. I mean, he would, 
He was rookie of the year candidate when he was on the field. I mean, he was playing very well, but he just wasn't on the field enough. Couldn't hit off speed. If he yeah, can figure that out. Speed. Yeah. It's it's a team. If you're telling me, if you run me through this this offense and you say they got Dansby Swanson and Ian Happ as superstars, and I compare that to, you know, the superstars, you know, on like Milwaukee with their pitching staff and, you know, the superstars in St. Louis with the two MVP candidates, I'm going to say I don't think that compares quite, you know, as good. But if you add Sai Suzuki as a, you know, you know, an all-star starter to maybe even some almost MVP numbers, then you got a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's really going to be the, uh, the key piece here. If he doesn't play very well, he can't stay in the field. Uh, this team's going to be third or fourth, but if he plays to his potential, you know, I they, they'll probably get second. Yeah. Competitive three to second. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if anybody's touching the Cardinals in this division. We'll get to that in a second. Rotation may. We'll, we'll talk about yeah. it in a second. Brewers first, though. Yeah, we got still got to get to the Brewers. So starting rotation is what this team has relied on for quite some time. Yeah. So we're gonna have to figure out the offense, but we'll start. We'll start by talking about the rotation. Corbin Burns is not happy because uh, he yeah. lost his arbitration case. And he said that he's not going to let that affect him on the field, but he has said some things about his team. Yeah, he does not. He does not feel well liked in Milwaukee right now. Yeah, how do you lose that arbitration case? If you're Corbin Burns, you're like, you've been, you you won a Cy Young, and you were the second best pitcher the following year in the NL. Yeah. I mean, there's an argument could be made that he's he the face of the franchise. Oh, definitely. He's like the best pitcher in the National League. Yeah. Best, I mean, he was our best pitcher in the MLB. He's a small market, or it's a small market team, a superstar pitcher. I mean, who's the other? The only other argument is Christian Yelich as the face of the franchise, and he hasn't been very good for two years. Yeah. I mean, this is a young guy. He's 28. And he's, exactly. Since, I mean, he pitched four games. Or he started four games in 2019, so I'm not going to include that. He's had a, an ERA under two every year. Yeah, or, sorry, I, under it, three. It it blows my mind that they didn't they didn't give this guy a bag. I don't understand how arbitration cases work. Apparently, yeah, I don't either. I've tried to understand them. I don't, but I'm surprised they haven't. They didn't extend this guy before they got, it got to that. Yeah. So, does that affect his on field play? Hopefully not especially for this team's sake. Now, disappointing year for them last year. They didn't win the division. But with Woodruff and Peralta coming back this year, do you think that sways things? Because the the rotation wasn't as good last year, and it had a lot to do with the fact that Freddie Peralta almost didn't play, and Brandon Woodruff was only there for like the second half, maybe, you know, last quarter of the season. Yeah, I mean, I think... I don't think it'll be as good as what we've talked about in the past, but I think it'll definitely bounce back from last year. It'll be better than last year's rotation, just with those guys in the lineup. Yeah. And it's it's so deep, too. Like, you got Eric Lauer at four. He's not bad. And then, you know, the, you have a question mark on who's the fifth in the in the rotation, but it's like Adrian Howard, Adri- Adrian Hauser, Aaron Ashby, 
or Wade Miley. Any other MLB team would take one of those guys and put them in their starting rotation immediately. Yeah, exactly. And that's just who they have battling for the fifth spot. So the rotation's good. Offense, can it happen? We've been on this train, on the Brewers train for three years now, it seems like, both of us. Uh, On the podcast for two. And they just have not got the offense together. Yeah. We keep saying, I think did we did a game one of our first few episodes on who you'd rather have with Christian Yelich, did we not? Yeah, that was one something that was we did like, pretty early on. Yeah, it was like our first five episodes. Probably. And we all thought we all thought that he was gonna be he was gonna, you know, succeed a little bit more than bounce what he back. has been. He hasn't bounced back as much as we as what this team needs, though. But he's still solid. They just don't have an offensive leader. Yes. And he was that offensive leader until he broke his knee. Yeah. They need a, They need another piece to take the pressure off of him. Yeah. He's not and bad. A lot, no, he's not bad at all. Jesse, I think the Jesse Winker move might have been, has potential to be that guy to take pressure off of him. Another guy in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. I like Jesse Winker. I think I, you know, I, terrible he, year last year, but yeah. Great year the I year before. A, yeah, I was a huge Jesse Winker guy when he was on the Reds. Uh I thought the Mariners move was gonna be great for him. It was not <laughs> at all. But young you know, guy he's got back, potential though. Exactly. He's a younger guy, he's back in the division that he dominated in. So I I expect to see improvement on him. I do like that they added William Contreras as well. He's a very good hitting catcher. Yes, that was that was going to be another piece. Yeah, so they have three guys that have potential to be really good hitters. Yeah, but like you said, who's going to be the leader? I you know. Yeah, one of them's got to break away. Yeah, it's a division where, again, I pull out the Cardinals. Like you got two MVPs in the infield and you know, the Cubs have added some superstars in their lineup. There's no superstar. Like you got good players, but you got no superstar. Can you compete without a superstar? Yeah. And in this division, I don't think, I mean, the rotation's got to be elite to do it. Yes. Which it has potential to be. It has been in the past. It's got to be like it was two years ago when you have three guys at the top of the Zion conversation. Yeah. That's what it's going to take. And that's a lot of pressure. Like, this rotation yeah. could be good, but can they have three Cy Young contenders? Yeah. I mean, that's got to be, that's very hard to replicate. Yeah. So the pieces are there. It could happen. I don't like their odds on that, though. Uh, yeah. I would say I wouldn't bet on that happening. Maybe two. They're a they solid have team. Two guys. Yeah, they're a very solid team. I mean, this this is a playoff team, I think, just look at, just on paper. It's starting pitching wins regular season games, too. Yeah. I mean, pitching as a whole, and they got a good bullpen. Yeah. So this team should do very well. This is a top two team in the division if you look at them on paper. Um, so that brings up the but, question then, too. If they make the playoffs, they're not much of a threat because of no offense. It's going to be, no. if they make it, they're like the Guardians in the Rays last year. Yeah. I mean, they're this, I think they're the same level of threat as they have been when they've made the playoffs in the past. Yeah. They could win the division, but I don't like them in the playoffs. No, not at all. 
Yeah. Right. I mean, I w- yeah. Moving on to your team now, the Cardinals. Yeah, the can we get past the starting pitching? That may cause some serious issues here. Yeah, that's an issue every year for the Cardinals, and they always find a way to at least weather the storm. Every year we walk in with what seems like a solid rotation, and then everyone gets hurt. That's been the story like the last three, four years. Yeah. Just so many injuries. So much potential, so many injuries. Uh, so Jack Flaherty is the big one. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's looked promising in spring training. But yeah, he's just got to stay on the field. And, you know, if he stays on the field, I think that's a you should get an ace out of him. And that's what they need. They don't have an ace. Yeah, he's going to got an ace fight. Ace by committee right now, it seems like. Yeah, who's going to walk out and go up against Corbin Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta in three nights? You need Flaherty to be one of those guys. Miles Michaelis can be a guy. He can be a two. Jordan Montgomery was really good last year, and I think he should be all right this year. And then I don't know that I like. I don't know that I like the depth either. How's How's Wainwright going to be this year? Yeah, that's true. Pitching's always a question, and you all always seem to figure it out, though. Yeah. So I wouldn't be super concerned about it. I do like the bullpen, though. Yeah, I'll say the bullpen's very nice. I mean, if you're walking out there with Ryan Helsley, who was an amazing closer last year, mm-hmm. ERA under two, Giovanni Gallegos, he may have lost the closing role, but he's still a solid reliever. Yep. And Jordan Hicks, who was one of the best closers in the game before he had Tommy John, I mean, out here throwing 102 mile an hour sliders. That's you know that's your third best reliever. I'd take that. And mm-hmm. they got a lot of guys behind that. They got Genesis Cabrera, Dakota Hudson. They got solid names. Bullpen. Yeah, they got guys. Bullpen may save the rotation. Mm-hmm. Offense is their strength. I think this is the best offense in the division, though. Oh, I think by far. I don't think that's a question. We mentioned the the two MVPs. You know, you got Goldie and Arenado. Yeah. You know, you got you added Wilson Contreras behind the plate, which is a it's a good addition. We'll see if it affects. Yeah, very. Does it hurt the pitching staff? Maybe. Maybe at the beginning. Has, has Yachty been the thing pulling this rotation along all along? There, that's also could be could be true. At least the last couple of years, when everybody's been getting injured, Yachty may be the reason. But no, yeah. I do love this offense and it's got so much potential so many young guys the outfield is my big concern you know you got o'neill dylan carlson and lars newbar out here so the way i run this down dylan carlson we've been hearing in in cardinal nation about his potential since he came up to the league his potential is amazing all this stuff and he's been a league average to just mildly above league average hitter year in and year out can he break out of that? I mean, he's 24. But he's, you know, how many games? He's, he's over 1,000 bats into the MLB. He's played 312 games in the MLB over three seasons. Yeah. Yeah, he's, it's time to figure it out. Year four has got to be it. I mean, I know he's only 24, but they need something out of him. Lars Newbar is a fan favorite, but I don't know. 
if we really trust him. You know, he was yeah. never like the highest prospect. He's just a cool guy with a cool name who always comes in clutch. Tyler O'Neill, one of the best left fielders in baseball two years ago, and is Jesse Winker 2.0. Terrible year last year. Yeah. We were who we had him what two? We had him two, Winker one, or vice versa. Yeah, something like that. And Joey Gallo was the three. Yeah, that was that those are big misses. I mean, can't blame us. They were really good two years ago. Yeah. But I don't I mean, we may have missed pretty bad on O'Neill, but I think Gallo was probably was a bigger miss. But I think we had Randy Rosarain up there too. So it wasn't yeah, like we so, completely missed on those. Yeah, yeah. It's not like so, we just didn't watch baseball. Not name a left fielder two years ago who was actually decent. Name a left fielder from last year that was actually decent. Yeah. Steven Kwan came in number one and he was a rookie. All right. That's true. That so left true. field's weak. Point yeah. being yeah. O'Neill could bounce think, back or he could really hurt the team. I think he I think he'll bounce back. It, he, last year was his what second year in the league? Yeah, second or third. He's like yeah, second or third. He's twenty-seven. Yeah, second or third. Yeah, it, it may have been a sophomore type slump or it third was, year. Um, oh, really, fourth year? Yeah, but came it, COVID season. Yeah. Okay that that year doesn't count. Yeah, if he you had, like he in, came in the rookie year a little bit in, in nineteen and then played the COVID season. Yeah, how many games is that? Like eighty games? Yeah, sixty. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't count. That's that's a sample size. So, okay, that's how the outfield stands right now, and that's that's a big question mark for this offense. The infield is amazing. Infield may be one of the best in baseball because you got Tommy Edmond, who's put up MVP levels of WAR, but I don't know that you want to bake everything on that. Mm-hmm. But Tommy Edmonds is an incredible player, one way or the other. You got Brendan Donovan, who was up there in Rookie of the Year, and you're adding in a top prospect in Nolan Gorman, besides two MVP players. So you actually have an extra infielder there, and Wilson Contreras. Outfield's going to hurt, but here's my thought process. You have Juan Yepes, who could be an incredible DH. He's too young, may also not be an incredible DH. May be pretty bad. But Jordan Walker is killing it in spring training right now. Yeah, he looks very good. He's 20 years old. Is it too soon? He's hitting 413 with three home runs, an OPS of 1.3. Is it too soon? If this outfield, if like Tyler O'Neill is hitting 140 right now in spring training, is it really too soon to bring Jordan Walker up? If that's what their outfield is looking like, I think I would. If you're going to pull somebody up, I'd rather them pull them up too early and get them reps. And it's let not them like develop. you're putting too much pressure on him. No, you got you got a guy behind him. Like if if you have to if you come up and struggle and we got to send you back down, we can put Tyler O'Neill back in here, or we can have Tommy Edmund play back, and you know have the other guys fill in the infield. You got options. It's not like they're putting all the, all the money in here. Two, it's not like he's alone in the lineup. No. You can surround him with incredible batters, so pitchers have no choice but to 
you know, take it easy on them. Mason Wynn. Maybe I'm overstacking the prospects here. Uh, but this is another young guy, even younger. I think he's like 20 years old. This is the guy in the World Baseball Classic. If you remember the guy who threw 100 miles an hour across the infield? Yes. Incredible defense, incredible arm. They said he was struggling with his bat. He's also hitting 400 in spring training. And he's not just coming in late innings. He's he's starting leadoff. He's facing the best pitchers in the game right now, and he's hitting 400. So... Yeah, see, I'm all for starting these guys in the big leagues. Yeah. The youth is exciting here. There's mm-hmm. so much youth, and yeah, the outfield, you know, some of these guys may not pan out, but you got enough options. Some of them have to pan out. Yeah, I mean, you're Jordan, not going to miss on all of them. Yeah, Jordan Walker is like the third prospect in all baseball. He's going to be good. He's the size of Stanton and Judge, and he's as high a prospect as Julio Rodriguez. Why not? Yeah. Why not go early with him? It could work out really well. So yeah, yeah. If if these young guys pan out, this team is going to win the division. If they don't yeah. pan out, if the if the outfield looks weak, then they leave the door open. Yeah, I think this is going to be a pretty competitive division up at the top. But yeah, I I agree. I think the Cardinals are going to take this. Um. It may be a little bit closer if, you know, the outfield struggles and these young guys don't pan out, but it, it should be very interesting to see how, how this team ends up. Yeah. Yeah. Starting pitching is a concern, but it is what it is. I, I'm just excited because I didn't expect so many young players to be looking so good at this point in spring training. Yeah, I agree. I didn't expect a 20-year-old Mason Wynn and a 20-year-old, um, you know, Jordan Walker to be hitting 400. So, yeah, that that kind of surprised me too. Hitting 450 foot home runs while they're at it too. Yeah, I mean, they look very good. They look ready. You you have to start them. Start them up. Yeah. So, it's exciting stuff. And the scary thing about that is it's a young team. Mhm. Very I young. Mean, yeah, you like you got three old guys on offense. You got Arenado you got Goldschmidt and you got Contreras. And then Brendan Donovan was a rookie last year. Nolan Gorman's going to be a rookie this year. Tommy Edmond, it's like 26. You know, Tyler O'Neill, 27. Dylan Carlson, 24. Lars Newbar, uh, 25. Jordan Walker, 20. Mason Wynn, like, I think he's uh, 19. Juan Yepes, 23. Yeah, I mean, this is a very young team. Very exciting. So, I mean, anyway, guys, make sure to check out our TikTok and our Instagram. We're going through season previews for every team. And it's not what we're, this, what we're doing here is we're basically bringing out spring training questions, whereas their team previews, we are basically running through how we think things are going to pan out for them. I know that's kind of what this turned into today. We're trying to stick to more spring training questions here. World Baseball Classic is coming up. We'll keep you updated on that. We'll have more news on that next week once games actually yeah. start. It's going to be fun. Yeah. 
yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I'm real excited to see how that pans out. Yeah. Yeah. Got anything Not else to add, Noah? No, I don't think so. You know, just keep active on our socials. You know, follow us. You know, like our videos, share them. You know, just keep listening. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. We will see you guys next time.